Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted? This is going to be part two on parent-teacher interaction, specifically about grades. If you wanted part one, just scroll through my podcast. It should be the one before this one, if all gets uploaded right. And um, it had nine questions in it that you should bring to the parent-teacher interview with you and or you can always put them in an email. I did say that I might try and get it on uh, download for you guys and I'll just have to play around with that. I'm still fairly new to podcasting and I'm not sure where I'd send you for that or anything yet. So once I do figure that out, I will let you know. So part two of talking to your teacher about your child's grade or talking to your child's teacher about their grade. Um, Really importantly, listen to the first one so you can get the first nine questions because we're going to jump right into question 10. Let me just preface it to say that this can be on any grade, even if your child is getting an A and you want to know why your child is getting a B, a C, whatever the different grades are. Really important to understand too that your child is not tied to that grade. We are simply being curious and we are simply looking at how we can change that if that is what the child and the parent want or the teachers may be wanting that. So you really want to get clear and that's why we're having this conversation. So the question number 10 from our last podcast, we're taking off from there. You want to ask if you can have any upcoming assessment criteria and assignment due dates as well as the topics. So what this is helpful for is that if you know what's upcoming, you can help your child plan for that. Because one of the things that I've mentioned to date is that a child is taught a concept. Now this could mean that a child is given a textbook, a notebook, worksheet or simply the teachers talked at the front of the class on it and the child is expected to know this and then be assessed on it by some form, a test, a worksheet handed in, a project handed in. So if you know what's upcoming, you can help your child plan. If it's a science project, if it's a speech contest, those are things that need some pre-planning in order to execute in a really good way. We think of those things for that. But even it's the same for math. You have a math test coming up. Not even when you have a math test, but just a certain new concept in math. Why not preview it ahead of time? So if you know the upcoming assessment pieces that are going to be coming out, you can help your child prepare. There's a whole podcast I'll do on something that I like to call reverse homework. And I'll give you a little snippet. And that's that 
let's say you get the assessment criteria from the teacher that's coming up and it's going to be a new unit in math. Um, actually, let's do science. Let's do dissection of an egg. I mean, <laughs> dissection of an eye. And um, your child is really into YouTube because most children are these days, um, you would put into YouTube dissection of an eye and sit there and watch it with them before they're actually going to learn that in class. Another really good one is the digestive system. And we found uh, when my son was going to <clears throat> be, have an exam on that, we found um, a Macklemore parody video on the digestive system. So what it was, was Macklemore lyrics um, tailored to the digestive system. So his style of music and the beat of his music, but again, instead put to the digestive system. Now, if your child walks around and they're able to rap or sing a lot of their songs, this would be a really great way for them to preview it. Imagine they've previewed it, they have this digestive wrap in their head and then they go into class and the teacher's talking about it. Now they have this amazing understanding. Okay, I could go on and on in a podcast just about reverse homework, but there's a reason why you'd want to know what their upcoming um, assessment are so that you can help them with that. The other piece of that, I got so excited, sorry, is that you also want to know the due dates for those because you can help them plan. So hugely important is the life skill of time management, project management, planning, using an agenda. We do not teach those things in the school system. So a child is given a project and they're just supposed to know that there's a way to plan it or they're given a test date and they're just supposed to know that they're supposed to study and how to study for that. That'll be another podcast on setting up a child to learn how to study. But anyways, we want to know what the assessment criteria is, what the due dates are for the things uh, that are upcoming and what the topics are. Then you want the next question you want to ask is, can you please provide the upcoming schedule of work across all topics? So what's, um, hmm, I can't remember, what's it called at my son's school? I think it's called an advanced planner. Um, schools are going to have different things that they call it, but typically teachers should have to submit to the principals the course um, in completion for the whole year and what they're going to be doing. So let's just call this a course calendar. So when you ask for the work, the assessment criteria pieces that I just mentioned, that's the specific pieces of work that they're going to be doing. This, what I'm talking about now, is the calendar of events that are upcoming. And again, a really well-planned out teacher would have that for the year. So that you could kind of see when that digestive topic was coming up, what's coming up next. Um, but again, for the different subjects for the entire year would be really helpful. And the next question you want to ask is, can you set up a dialogue between the student and yourself where they show their piece that is going to be assessed and asked what grade it's currently at. So in this case, can your child and the teacher make an agreement to talk about their work? So for instance, if your child is ready to hand a piece in, can they say to the teacher, just curious, could you look this over for me? And looking at the assessment criteria, can you look at what I might be missing? 
you know, and what my strengths are. But for the child that we're focusing on getting a different grade and we're improving their grade, we want to know what they're missing. And going through it with the child and giving them an opportunity then to hand it in after you've went through it with them. That is not cheating by any stretch of the imagination. It's helping a child learn, figuring out how to read an assessment criteria, figuring out how to make changes. Some teachers would feel that that's cheating or, I don't know, giving a child an advantage. I don't know what would be wrong with giving a child an advantage. So you want to see if the teacher is open to that. If they're not open to that, you want to see if there's a reason why they're not open to that and how maybe you could help them come to see it your way um, with a test. Now a teacher's going to say, well, there's no way I can look at a test. Of course they can. They could look at it, have a quick glance over it. If they see some glaring errors, just say, you know what, I think you might want to check questions six and seven over before you hand it in. I'll give you an opportunity for a couple more minutes here to maybe look those ones over. What would be so wrong if a teacher did that? So you really want to see if you can set up that communication between the two. The next question you want to ask is, oh, sorry, just to go back to that one too. That teaches your child responsibility that they're responsible for their mark as well, right? And and it gives them communication and language in order to fix other things for themselves in life, right? They're gonna go into a job, maybe there's a performance review, and maybe before their actual performance review day, they have their performance review criteria, and they can say partway through, say it's a say they're going to get evaluated in three months they could check in at the end of a month and a half and say I'm just curious let's look through it now let's see if there's any changes that I need to make and so this way it's not just when the performance review comes up so you're giving them that language and those skills and that habit and that confidence to be able to speak for themselves and to understand and take responsibility the other question or the next question is you want to ask if there's going to be a final review a final exam and uh, and or some sort of big final piece that's going to be worth a weighted amount, uh, a greatly weighted amount. And if so, you want to ask if your child could have the review for that earlier, the criteria for that earlier. And um, the reason why, if they want to know why, is because obviously you want your, to help your child prepare for that. And you also want to ask them what particular they think your child should do to prepare. Now this is going to give you a really clear picture if they know your child and they're thinking oh yeah okay well Johnny should prepare in this way and then I've taught your other child Sally but I would say Sally should prepare in this way. What you're looking for here is if there's a, just a generic way to prepare so every student that's coming in there every parent that's coming in there they're teaching them to prepare the same way that's not okay. So you want to go through the process with the teacher so that they're really understanding that your child learns and is a specific person. And so we needed to figure out a way that, to help them prepare that might look different than other kids in the class. The next question you want to ask is, what would be the best course of action right now to keep, keep us caught up, <laughs> to catch us up, Maybe a better way to say that. So what would be the best course of action to catch us up or to help us excel or to keep us where we're at? So catch us up, excel, or keep us where we're at. And you want to ask the teacher for her or his expertise on that.
The next question is, how is it best to communicate with you moving forward? Super important. You're here. You're having the in-person meeting. Even if it's via email, these questions are being asked. You want to keep this dialogue going. Is it best to phone them? Is it best to pop in? Is it best to put a note in the agenda? What's going to work for them? The next and last question is, and it's the 16th question, is would they communicate with a tutor? So no, I'm not saying this as a promotion for our agency. I'm simply saying it. If you want your child to catch up, keep up, or excel, and you're not feeling that you're the best person to help them do this for whatever the different reasons are, and again, that could be a whole podcast, you want to find out if the teacher will communicate. Anytime we've had teachers communicate with tutors, it's helped the child exponentially because they can speak the same language. They can cut through sort of the explanations, if you will, in terms of here's the assessment criteria and a teacher reading that would be like, oh yeah, I can convert that to my teacher language and be able to help them with it. And also the teacher then knows that there is a more concerted effort happening to help that student and the teacher may then be more willing to be open and also it gives us um, us being the people that are helping your child this great opportunity to see into your child's world we can see oh right this assessment criteria is very rigid we are going to have to do something that's very rigid then. Oh, this assessment criteria allows for some personality to shine through. Great, Sarah, let's have your personality shine through this. And so we'll get a really good understanding of where your child's at by communicating with their teacher. So again, this is the second podcast of two of how to have parent-teacher interactions, specifically about grades. There are 16 questions. I'm a pretty detailed-oriented person. Um, These questions are written from the perspective of being a parent myself going through these meetings, being a teacher, being on the receiving end of these meetings, being a tutor, And then running a tutoring agency and having so many different kids and teachers pass through our system, as well as being an employer and seeing where kids uh, that come up to work have these senses of responsibility or don't have a sense of responsibility or even understand the questions to ask. So these questions are being asked from all those perspectives. Um, Also, I really want you to get an idea of the environment your teacher's in. So as I mentioned for that last question, it gives the tutor a really good understanding if they can communicate with the teacher. Same goes for you. This will give you an excellent idea of who your child is dealing with on a daily basis. If the teacher is being resistant with you, potentially chances are they're being resistant with your child. Or if they're really bubbly with you, check in with your child. Hey, are they like that in class? Because they seem really fun. Or another really key thing here is trying to find a key piece between your child and their teacher. If, if you can't bridge that gap, then who's going to be able to do that? You love your child and you know your child. You want the teacher to love and know your child just like you do. So you want to help bridge that. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget there's two podcasts. This is the second one of that on teacher interaction. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook 
at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.